Hello and welcome to the newest episode, another episode of the FOMOcast. I'm Chris. I'm here with Tim. Say hello, Tim. Hello, Tim. We are sitting here earlier than normal on a Wednesday, so if things drop before you hear this podcast, it's not our fault. We're recording early because we got stuff to do this week. It's busy. A lot of stuff happened the past week that... um, not big, big news aside from our normal Disney pile. It's been all kind of like small little things, except for something that I just realized while we were recording, starting to record um, something for Call of Duty. Um, but yeah, we're having some fun. Make sure to um, like and subscribe us. So subscribe to us on all the uh, podcast locations that you can hear from us. Um, we're looking to possibly get some sponsors here in the near future through Podbean. And Podbean, Pod uh, Corn, I think it's called. Amazing website gets you sponsors. So we want to try and get you guys some deals on different things. Um, also, go to our Facebook page, which is Facebook page. Search search FOMOcast. I realize I don't think it is FOMOcast in there. I, I'm not sure, but search FOMOcast. But if you do want to follow our new page we created, it is for gaming. Me and Tim play probably three to four nights a week for a couple hours. Um, you'll find us at FOMOcast gaming so go to facebook.com slash fomocast gaming and you'll find us there and also look for us uh twitter uh fomo underscore cast i actually put an alert out whenever we go live our last video was less than stellar because my audio was destroyed but that's another story um but if you go to our youtube and you search fomocast you can see a clip of me crashing a helicopter and tim laughing maniacally <laughs> as he watches me because he gave me the clip of me crashing uh, i still think it seat. glitched i think I, I think it glitched and threw me into the mountain that's what i think happened if you look at it the plane the, air, the helicopter jumps a little bit i don't know but uh then also make sure you go to our instagram which is fomo podcast um all those places like and subscribe. Also, Twitch. I'm leaning away from Twitch a little bit because um, I don't know. Facebook has been a lot nicer. People that have been kind of interacting, and I've been getting some likes every once in a while. I know we're small. It is what it is. But um, I will try streaming to Twitch a little bit here and there just to see what we can do with the gaming. Uh, but for the entertainment purposes, we have so much to cover because um, – it was. It's been weird. Um, I forgot to tell Tim to watch this, so I'm going to start with it because Tim doesn't know anything about it. I found this on accident, and it's a Nicolas Cage trailer for a new movie he's in called Jiu-Jitsu. And it's it's super 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 Nicolas Cage when you when you when you see it, it's like wait wait what? Um, let's just say that he. It, it doesn't say, like, you don't really see him fighting too much in the trailer, so you don't know if he's an actual, like, martial artist, but it said, like, this is the description on IMDb, a new sci-fi martial arts franchise from Dimitri Logothetis, the director and producer of Kickboxer Retaliation. And basically, so it shows it coming out on November 20th. I don't know if that's straight to it's probably straight to vod but the premise is, it seems is there's an alien who comes back every so often and nicholas cage is tasked with assembling the best jujitsu fighters in the world to take down this alien it is yeah tim's giving me a funny face right now it is ridiculous dude it is the craziest thing i've ever seen 
and it's coming from Nicolas Cage. So I just wanted to mention a little bit. And also I wanted to mention, I don't know, I forgot to share it, but there's a movie coming out called Half Brother. And it intrigued me because I saw the trailer on Facebook and I was watching it. And basically the premise is a family in Mexico, uh, a father has to leave to go find work in America. So he leaves and um, the son, you know, is like hoping to see him and he never sees him. And then it shows flash forward to where the son's like a, a millionaire he has like a bunch of airplanes in a hangar. Like he looks like he's living the life. And then someone calls and says, Hey, your dad's dying. He wants to see you. And the premise is he gets to the hospital and he's like, why did you call me here? You haven't, I haven't seen you. You didn't come back. And then all of a sudden this, this, <laughs> this yuppie hipster dude comes in and goes, dad, are you okay? And he's looking in their half brothers. And he basically sends them on an adventure to find out basically why he didn't come back and why there's a stepbrother and all this stuff like that. So, um, or half brother, I should say. So that one looked pretty good as well. Um, I was kind of stoked about it because it just looked like something different. You know, it wasn't, oh, hey, we're going to go on a road trip together and all these hijinks are going to happen, which they do, but it seems like it's somewhat serious. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, yep. it looks like release date on that is December 4th in yes. the U- USA. Yes. So, next, we'll go to the actual agenda. So, the first thing I wanted to talk about, because I actually talked to Connor from ConCon Scantina. Shout out to them. Make sure you give them a like and a follow. They actually um, are doing live studio stuff right now. So, they actually record all their episodes uh, live, well, not live, on video as well to post later on. And they do a very good at editing because Connor's good at that. But um, so they have a game that's called Monster Hunter or Monster Hunters. Um, and so this movie is supposed to be, you know, Monster, Monster Hunter. Well, I'm sorry. Um, and basically, this movie is supposed to be based on those games and just to give a description what they say is is an action uh, it's a fantasy themed action role-playing video game that started with the game monster hunter for playstation 2 risen 2005 so titles have been released it looks like wow they got a lot of them they got um the main series was monster hunter in 2004 and then they had monster hunter 2 in 2006 well, I don't count Japan. North America, 2007. Monster Hunter Try in 2010. 4 and 15. And World in 2018. And then Monster Hunter Rise comes out in 2021. Oh, that makes sense. That's why they're doing the movie, probably. I have a feeling. Okay. So, um, it, it's a very popular game. I never played it, but I've always heard people talking about it. So, they made this, they made this game and or movie... And I talked to Connor about it, and he was like, dude, he goes, this doesn't make any sense at all. It doesn't even tie into the movie at all or the games. He goes, the military is not involved. So if you watch the trailer, what basically happens that makes it somewhat, I would say, unrealistic is they don't stick with the fantasy aspect. What you get is them being somewhat real, and you have you know, a military convoy, it shows in the thing, the military convoy gets basically attacked and they get transported and now they're here. So I, you know, I'm not saying that I hate it, 
it just didn't make any sense to me because I was kind of like, um, uh, this doesn't make any sense. I go, I don't get it, but it is what it is. You know what the beginning, it just finally clicked into my head, what the beginning of it looked like, how they kind of, um, I mean, it's no spoiler, it's in the trailer, how, you know, it, it happened and they got transported back. It reminded mm-hmm. me of like Stargate SG-1, the movie. So. So how that, was mili- how was military? They found this thing. All of a sudden, it transports them back to an- another world, and then you're so fighting. I thought that, and then also Connor made a good point. He goes, "It was it was like in Transformers when they find it in the desert, and the transformer comes out of the desert." I go, "It's basically was that." And yeah, yeah, it's like know, a cross this, between the two. The CGI. What was crazy is one of the demons, and it looks kind of or the monsters looks kind of like a, a version of Godzilla, and I was kind of like, "Wait." this godzilla no (laughs) yeah but i'm like okay whatever yeah no it's uh it's interesting i never i mean i i the reason i watched the trailers because you had it on here i never heard of the game um i mean i was never into those types of games um and i watched the trailer and you with my wife and we were both sitting there kind of like what in the heck is going on here? I, I, it was just one of those things. Like, then it would flash to another part, and then to another part, and you're just sitting there, like almost, you know, speechless with your, you know, your jaw to the ground, going, "What the heck?" Not like in a good way. Like I said, I never was really into those games, and but it sounds like it doesn't <laughs> even play um, on that uh, into that game, uh, the the movie wise. So, yeah, I this will be one that I will probably do a hard pass on. I may watch it when it comes on VOD because that Mila Jovovich, um, I like her because she's a decent actress and she also can perform action stunts. You know, like that's why the Resident Evil franchise lasted as long as it did is because she stuck to it. And there was a lot of girls or actually female actors um who try to mimic it even male actors they try to mimic it and they can never get that same kind of i would say mojo you know what i mean yeah like they were just kind of their imitations they weren't good imitations they were just imitations so it was kind of like oh hey we're gonna put this person in this kind of role and you know we'll see what happens and it never it never worked out well ever and so I'll probably watch it when it comes out on, on demand, but we'll see. I mean, it's probably coming out on demand anyways. It's probably not going to the theater. I uh, yeah, I that would look that would look like a perfect one for a VOD release. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's gonna be. I mean, and and everything yeah. that's coming out that isn't a big budget blockbuster film that they could kind of keep in their back pocket when movies do get really or movie theaters do open. Seems right. like a lot is going on, you know, VOD. Exactly. And so the the thing for me is, is I think Mila Jovovich will probably drive the sales because people are going to be like, oh, you know, she's great in what she does. So, and you know, that's the thing. That, it's the same thing that happened with um, what was the one with the vampire one? What's one was that one? Buffy? Uh, no, not. <laughs> <laughs> no, not the um it's a series. Yeah, Twilight? A bunch of them. One was called Bloodline. I think it was called I'll tell Twilight. you right now because it's it's bothering me. Um because it was popular and what happened, let me think cuz they had um 
it was what was it called? I can't remember her name now because she was the one that was dating. She dated. Watch, I'm gonna I'm gonna get this. Watch, she was dating Pete um, Davidson for Davidson? a minute. It's not Twilight. It's not Twilight, you dork. Pretty sure it's Twilight. It's not Twilight. I can tell you right now, it's not. It's not Margaret Qualley. Man, he's dated a lot of. Wait, what? <laughs> he dated. He dated. Wait, what? Hold on. He dated Rachel Bilson. Weird. Okay, I know what it is now. I know what it is. You got it. I know the actress. It's Kate Beckinsale, and it's Underworld. Okay, so here's I'm going to lay it out for you. So Underworld came out. With Twilight? And where's the first one? Underworld came out in 2003. And then they had a sequel in 2006 that was Underworld Evolution. But I don't think she can't... Oh, she was in the one in 2009, which was Rise of the Lycans, which is the one I really like. I really like Rise of the Lycans. That was a good one. And then she came back in 2012. But I think there was one in, in between, maybe... She came back in Blood Wars in 2016. Maybe they used a different actress in the end. Let me look up one Underworld. Because I remember that's what she was the same thing. She was the one, one of the ones that it worked for. So Underworld 2003, 16, 6, 9, 12. I guess she was in all of them. So what I'm trying to say is like, oh, an Endless War. That's a different one probably. Um, basically, it's that same trope. Oh, see, and, and I'm on IMDb, and she's the Monster Hunter is the number one video on there. So, I mean, we'll see. And Jujitsu's on there too. Tim, we'll have to watch that afterwards. It's pretty amazing. But, yeah. uh, yeah. So I just think that they're trying to rely on her. So we'll see how it does. Maybe it will do good. You never know. I mean, it's it's always a possibility. Um, but we obviously talked way too long about that because it's not that important. It's not really that it doesn't intrigue me at all. It's not one of those ones where I'm like, oh, yeah, I think I'll watch it. I'm like, eh, when it's on free or HBO, maybe I'll watch it. So, you know, it's one of those. Well, like um, you said, it's got, it's got the draw because it's got her in it. So you're going to get some. Exactly. Exactly. Um, the next one that which is kind of huge. And now I feel like a dumb dumb for getting an 11 plus. Um, they announced the iPhone 12 is coming out. Now, it was kind of weird because they announced it di- a separate from the, um, basically, of the i. it's the Apple, They I would call them like upfronts. If you know what upfronts are, it's basically when they showcase the different shows. That's what it is, a showcase. They showcase the different items. So uh, if they're doing any updates to the iPad, the MacBook, the MacBook Pro, the MacBook Air, like that's when everything's been revealed. And... So basically what's going on with this is they just decided, you know what, here's the iPhone 12. Now the iPhone 12, it doesn't seem like it's incredibly different, but I, what I will say is that um, it apparently um, Connor was saying that um, he knows of a, a photographer that does uh, weddings, everything, and legitimately does it with an iPhone. And that this basically is going to make it to where that becomes more of an option because it's just it's such a great option for people that, I don't know, don't want to spend thousands of dollars on a camera. 
They can get a phone that's multi-purpose full. Like I've seen the video. I take it with my phone. If you guys go to my TikTok, you search FOMO. I change it to FOMOcast Gaming. Literally, the ones that are videos of my kid doing different stuff to songs was recorded with my iPhone, and it's video recording quality because they have the different camera setups. So I really, really think it's great. So this new iPhone, it's got everything you could think of that you would want from a new iPhone. Um, I think the most important thing I think Connor was saying is that it shoots raw video, um, which I believe I'm trying to think what I don't even know. I didn't look it up. Um, I'm going to tell you right now what raw video is, because I know I have a feeling I know what it is. But I want to confirm uh, the untouched media that your video camera produces some budget friendly cameras shoot highly compressed formats with other. So basically, okay, so what it's saying is if you record a, a video and it's recorded at, you know, 150 megabytes or whatever, some cameras will condense it to 10 or 5 or lower to make it to where it stays on your um, your phone. So that's basically what they're doing is it, it shoots the raw video, so it's probably easier to edit. It probably is of a higher quality. So I really like that. Um, the other thing was, I believe the cameras are going to, um, be similar. I think don't want to do this. Why does it, I hate the iPhone sometimes we're talking about it right now. They have this <laughs> stupid news. No, they have the news app. So when you, you see certain things, it's just, it's annoying because it pulls up the news app and the news app is different. It doesn't let you go back and do stuff. So. The iPhone 12, I've been getting emails legit every single day. So it goes back to the, the um, it's not rounded anymore. It's going back to the square, sharp-edged outside. It has the uh, 5G, so it's 5G speed. Um, the pre-orders start the 16th, and they've been pushing because they don't, you can't, you can only buy it outright or the monthly plan. You can't, uh, that's the only way you can do it. Like, they don't have... Um, like they don't have a way to put money down on it, and most of those people just buy it straight from them. So they say it's eleven percent thinner, fifteen percent smaller, and sixteen percent lighter. So um, and so they have the iPhone twelve and the iPhone twelve mini, which is basically there's no more plus. It's literally the regular phone is normal, and it's got a six point one inch Super Retina XDR display, and the mini is five point four inch. Um, I believe there's actually going to be four phones total because um, I think they're doing like a I can't remember what they're doing. They did something and I can't remember what it was, but it was something different. So the, the both of them are going to get pre-ordered on the 16th. But um, oh no, it's only two of them. So and they are doing the product red. So you can do the product red. You can do the black, green, blue or white. So. We'll see what happens. Tim just got his. I just got mine. So I got the 11 plus. I usually try and go every other year. I was actually trying to hold out. But my phone just started being, you know, just horrible because I have the original 10 plus um, and they already had the 10 max X. They have all this other ones, but uh, I am. Uh, I'm kind of. Uh, Excited. So, oh, oh, I didn't even know. So, yes, they do have two other ones. They have the Pro iPhone 12 Pro and the iPhone 12 Pro Max. So, there is, there is two more. 
So the Pro and the Pro Max, I don't even know what the difference is, but. Oh, man, they have 512 gigabytes. So it's 6.3 inches and three wide on the big run. So that means it's, 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 it's even bigger. 6.7 inch screen, 6.1 on the 12 Pro. So I've heard the, um, those ones, are, it's quite a bit more expensive. But it is garnered to the professional, so I could probably use it for the HDR recording. And it does recording of 4K at 24 frames per second, 30 or 60 frames per second. So that's kind of cool. That, 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 uh, what's the last one that you said? The big one? That's like a big, that's, what'd you say, like 6.7 inches? 6.7 inches. I mean, that's over half a foot. I mean, that is. That's a big phone. You gotta, you gotta think. You gotta think. It's diagonal. No, I know, but but I mean, still, it's not. I mean, TVs you could get them because they're so big and wide. Or a phone's not that wide, so you're really getting, you know, the the actual true height of it will be closer um, because you it's you're not um, stretching it out. And yeah. So it's still gonna be decently tall. And who knows, it could be like only maybe, you know, just a little bit bigger than the phones that we got right now. But it's it's funny how the evolutions of phones have gone. I mean, they were big in the beginning because they had to cram so much stuff into it. And then they got teeny tiny small. And then now they're going back to big because, I mean, obviously when we were little, didn't ha- I mean, when the phones were smaller, you didn't have youtube i mean you barely had text message and everything like that you weren't streaming anything and a lot a lot of stuff is social media well, nothing and on, it's on it crazy then. it's crazy too because um have you seen the new uh i think it's i think it's a samsung or an lg that flips and it goes to a t-shape so you have more room on your screen so you can actually oh, it's yeah insane and they have that one and they have the one that folds has that a folds, folding yeah. screen i had the one yeah I, I mean i didn't have i saw the one that folds in half it's insane. So, I mean, they're making strides to, and what's funny is, is it's ironic that the iPhone is going back to its old roots. So they're not going to do the rounded <laughs> edges anymore after yeah. all this time, because that's the, like they brought back the razor. That was, it's all about the nostalgia. Yep. So, you know, we'll see how their sales do. People are thinking that they didn't promote the pro uh, and the pro max very well. I knew there was four. I didn't know they're called the pro and pro max. And then the 12 and the 12 mini, but, uh, you know, they, everyone's been waiting for this. They assumed it was going to come out. I hope Connor gets one of them because Connor said he wasn't going to get the phone so he can give us a review of it. And, you know, we'll have him on and talk about it because I think it's important because I know everyone's like always like, oh, you know, screw iPhone, screw Android. It's whatever you prefer. Like, you know, for me, for a while there, I like being able to make my own ringtones. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go get an Android because it's more fun. I can jailbreak it. But my stuff did slow down because I was getting all this, you know, you know, it was spam and spam uh, stuff, yeah, and viruses on my phones because I was going to to put stuff on there and you'd find a song off a website, you download it on the phone, and it, it it's it, it's bad. So, but yeah. uh, those a lot of people don't know I could actually uh, make ringtones for uh, uh, what you call it for uh, iPhone now, so that's good. No, there you go little side business side hustle no what it is is um there's an there's a uh at, or a what do you call it a program that i got that i could do it so you know oh nice. i messed with it a little bit here and there so i have some custom ringtones but i haven't done it in a while 
but then again, so so I found a loophole because I like the accessibility. Um, Tim, you're a newer iPhone user, so how do you like it compared to your old phones? Like you said, the really the biggest difference is is just the customizing of the ringtones. To me, it didn't matter. I mean, I had um, an iPhone back in the day, uh, and then with my previous company, I had. Then I switched to Android just because that's what what it was. Um, and then with my previous company, I had an Android as a personal phone, iPhone as a work phone. So I was still always around it. Uh, I've had an iPad for I don't know how long now. Um, actually, I've had it for That's so true. long that some stuff doesn't even update on it anymore because, and it's been doing that for like three or four years. So that shows how old that is um, <laughs> on it. And then, I mean, going back to the iPhone for me, like I said, I, I always said I'd never go back to iPhone. You know, I was Dan, uh, diehard Sam. I mean, not Samsung, Android. Um, and then, you know, as they say, no, never say never. Here I am with the with an iPhone um, back, and I'm I enjoy it. I like it. Uh, like I said, the only thing that stinks is not being able to have the customization of the ringtones. Where that way, I didn't even have to look at the phone. I could just tell who's um, calling by the ringtone i got you boo boo if you want a certain song let me know i may want multiple certain songs it's very easy actually what's shocking is the program i don't even know if i still have it anymore but um basically all you have to do is i email it to you you drag it into your itunes and it puts it in your phone so it's Uh, very very easy i don't really i do have an itunes but i'd have to see if do it over tablet because i don't have a laptop no, yeah. If you if if you as long as you can if you plug it in, you, you plug it into laptop, right, or the tablet, right? Uh, probably. I'll you just, if, as long as as long as you can have iTunes on there and you plug it in, you're just fine. get it in. Yeah, yeah. Well, shoot. Remember when? Um, oh, what store was it? I think it was the Sprint store, Nextel or whatnot. When they had the computer in the back, and you could get whatever songs were on it. Um, if you knew the guy or what, usually he charged like, I don't know, like a buck a song or something like that. Um, but if you knew the guy, he'd do it for free. And you'd like it's probably the same thing like with with yours where you plug the phone in that has the little, you know, once you plug the phone in, it's got its file. Right. Then he'd drag and drop into it and you would have, yeah. you know, just had thousands upon thousands of songs back there where before you had to download it to the computer and then he um, would format it so it would go on the phone. Or, you know, now you just do it, uh, you know, it's, automatically. It's changed, it's changed a lot. I will but, say that. But I remember having, you know, doing that and he had to come in, a li- you know, a list. Hey, do you have this song, this song or this song? Oh, yep. Okay, perfect. Plug it in. You'd have all these, all these songs. But that was, so, that was back in the day with Nextel. Now it's not even Nextel, it's AT&T Next. Yeah, they uh, they've they've decided you know, all those companies have changed hands. They're almost like football and baseball stadiums. They're just right. changing like crazy. Um, so next, we're gonna move on to one that dropped today. They actually have a, like a mini. It's not really a trailer. It's like an announcement because I knew they knew it was gonna blow up when people found out. So for those of you that loved the show Dexter, Dexter is coming back for a ten episode uh, limited series type thing. Um, I don't know 
if it's like a hey we can redeem ourselves because i never watched dexter but i know everyone absolutely hated the ending of it so i don't know if they're trying to like redeem themselves for it or you know what i mean or i don't know it's just it, it just it doesn't make it doesn't make any it doesn't doesn't make any sense, but it does make sense because it's popular. So, did you ever get into Dexter at all? No, as I was saying, I never watched it ever. Did you? Oh, yeah. I think I think I watched like a one or two episodes. I think it was when I was in college, and I went through all of my um, like animated series, King of the Hill, Futurama, all of that. And then, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, let's see what's going on. I think it was popular had a couple series or a couple uh yeah series on there seasons on there and like i said i think i watched one or two but never really never really got into it i'm sure if i go back now it might be different um but at that time not not so much yeah so for those of you that love it we want to let you know because it is kind of a big deal especially with how many people are actually coming back there's a lot of people that are actually coming back for it so michael c hall is coming back and i believe the main cinematographer is coming back so it is kind of like uh they're not re they're not rebooting they're gonna it's supposed to be a continuation we think maybe it's gonna be um i'm trying to think what other show just did that what was the one that just did that well i know heroes did it for a limited run and brought it back and it was like uh i can't remember that was that one and then another one just did a limited run. I can't remember which one it was. Now I feel now I feel yeah. dumb for not knowing. I your guess is as good as mine, to be completely honest. Um, but yeah, so we'll see how it goes. Hopefully, it does good. Maybe I'll watch. It. I think it's on Netflix still, so I can still watch it. Um, the next thing we're going to talk about is going to be taking up quite a bit of time. That's why when I put it up higher, so that way we finish with our Disney stuff that's crazy busy all the time. So. Um, it ties in right now because Lily, we came on here, so we we plan on talking about this no matter what. But if you haven't watched us play games, I record where I play the games at because it just the setup is perfect for it. Um, and so I got sat down, turned the Xbox on so I can make sure my update went through for Call of Duty, and I look and I'm like, oh man, Black Ops the beta is on there. So I click on it. It's a 20 gigabyte download, which is downloading right now. And Xbox One starts tomorrow. So tomorrow is when it's going to start. I believe this weekend is a cross-platform weekend. So you're going to be able to try do the beta cross-platform. Because me and Tim do cross-platform. Tim is on PlayStation. I'm on Xbox. So it, it was really cool just seeing it on the actual screen. Because I was like, wait, what? So I'm actually in it right now because uh, I'm... I'm have it on the screen and it's it's just one of the options so if you've played modern warfare before call of duty modern warfare with, with warzone um it has a selection tabs on the main screen where it has um i believe so it, it goes campaign multiplayer and now it goes call of duty black ops cold war beta warzone co-op and store so now the cool part about the cold war beta part about it is when you click on it it takes you to the store. So if you have a PlayStation store, it'll take you there. If you have like us uh, the Microsoft store on Xbox, it takes you there. And I have the game pre-ordered. So what it does is it tells you, would you like to install it? And so 
that's what it's doing now. And then if you go to the right, it says, I don't have it, and it takes you to the game to buy it, I assume. I have it bought, so I don't have to worry about that. But um, are you excited for it? How did you like this? Tim actually has played um, the game, the beta, because PlayStation got like an exclusive thing. So how did you like it? I liked it. I didn't play it as much as I thought I would, um, but I enjoyed it. It was cool just to get the, you know, the little bit of, um, I guess you call it sneak peek or, you know, hands on gameplay on it. Um, I think this one I'll play it more. Um, but because I think at, at different times they had different maps drop. So it's not like you played all the maps at once, you know, this time right. you could play like two or three maps and then another time. Okay. You're only playing, you know, these couple maps. So, um, I like that where you could really, um, you know, scout out the map and not having, and be able to play it, um, more times you know the repeatability on it because there's only a couple maps that you could play um but i enjoyed it i mean i'm probably not gonna go out and uh, um, and get it right away or, or pre-order it um but who knows as i said before you know never never say never so i mean it's fun and it appears too that um they are creating a new um skin for, or I would call it a skin. It's a new layout for Warzone for um, the map. So the main free, because for those of you who don't know, Warzone is a free game. So mm-hmm. you you're, you're literally not paying. You're not paying anything. It's it's just free. It's a free multiplayer. It's one of the few things that I've ever seen that a company is like, hey, look, here's our free game. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> and you know, it's pretty cool because. You don't hear about companies doing that. They literally could be losing money. Obviously, they're banking on you buying um, skins for your operators, as they call them, stuff like that. So it, there is ways they can make money, but it's free. And so they, they, uh, my favorite meme I've seen so far, it was a person parachuting because they they gave a image of um, the new area in Cold War. And it's like a very wooded area, and someone's like, I can hear the call-outs already. They're in the trees, they're in the trees, they're in the trees, and it's surrounded by trees. So, you know, we've heard that plenty of times playing with random people, as me and Tim do. They don't know how to give directions. Hey, I don't know how to give directions really on this game because it's, 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 not, it's not as easy. But I have heard that the Cold War one is going to be just next level just because it's basically they've had time to fine tune a lot of stuff. And those that don't know, they do fix stuff constantly. They've been lowering levels of guns because they'll put a gun out there and it's too powerful. <laughs> and what do they do? They call it nerfing it. And that's basically lowering its efficacy, lowering, lowering its range, doing certain things to make it more realistic. And I want to say the developers of this game are some of the most active and helpful people you'll meet because a lot of the, streamers who actually make money and are really good that we watch they legitimately are like they they say man this this gun needs to be nerfed this is easy changed and the developers look into it and they change it when they can so um i recommend everyone pre-order the beta or the game to get the beta if you can it might be too late to get that but if you can if you have a console and you can get the free Warzone, do it because it's it obviously look it doesn't cost you anything it's a lot of fun and 
you know, it's it's something to, you know, if you like those first person shooters, it's it's a lot of fun. And I know me and Tim have fun playing Plunder, which is not the kill em one, but we we do have a lot of fun just kind of hanging out, running around. We have our places. And like Tim said, I think that's probably why they didn't let you um, play the maps so many times was because they knew if they did that you start learning them. They don't want to give anyone an uh, unfair advantage when they do release everything on, on the game. Yeah, and it's fun, like you said, playing Plunder. I mean, shoot, the other day we played, or actually I think it was yesterday, played uh, from a couple dudes from Mexico, or at least they said they were from Mexico. Yeah, guys, they're um, Chihuahua. Yeah, and you know, then you get other people that, um, you know, it's usually obviously, you know, like Chris said, me and Chris play, and then most of the time it's, um, especially in quad, you get grouped, you know, two and two um, with two other people that are playing. So they know each other. They know where they like to go. So you could kind of divide and conquer, especially if you got, you know, people that know what they're doing and not just, hey, I'm going to go, you know, downtown because that's where everyone's up and I just want to get kills. It's like, well, no, mm-hmm. that's that's the war zone or that's the battle royale. We're playing plunder. It's getting, you know, money, money wins or in the battle royale, it's last last team standing wins. Um, But if you got a good group, you could get a lot of money quick. And then, you know, maybe halfway through, it's like, hey, okay, you want to do some recons or missions or whatnot. Uh, I guess our recons, not missions. Uh, And you start then you start working as a team and get them done a lot faster. And as you do the recons you get more money and since the name of the game is money um you can do that and it's cool i mean you get people um you know that you just sit there and bs with them um or you get people as chris knows firsthand that yell at you because you didn't want to go to the bunker because you got um lit up so i have learned how to um enable the uh, the mute function and just uh listen to just my who's in the party which is you know me and chris um but half the time i forget to take them off of mute so um i had to go back and watch chris's live stream to hear him yell at him and it's pretty funny when obviously they're not yelling at you but once again you get people that i mean it's like this is their life it's like okay we're not in a tournament trying to you know we spent five hundred a thousand dollars to enter this tournament and we're going for fifty a hundred thousand dollars here this yeah. is for free. It's for fun. You got people that, you know, don't don't know how to play the game, as in me trying to play Battle Royale the other night. Um, and, you know, and vice versa. We get somebody that doesn't know how to play Plunder, but they play Battle Royale really well. Um, and you just, you know, talk to them and teach them. And it's those like, hey, guys you know. are really nice. Those guys are really nice yeah. to us. Like, they were walking us through it because one of the guys had never played Plunder before, and we ended up winning. And then we ended up backing out and then joining with them in yep. a, a round of uh, Battle, Royale. A Battle Royale. And it was just kind of cool. And I will say for those that think that it's all toxic, I've been threatened. Uh, I've had little kids threaten to kill me <laughs> more times um, more times on Fortnite than I have on Call of Duty. So you know, we could say that. So, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. And like you said, you know, which was leads me perfectly into the the last thing I was going to touch on it is that you get people, you know, Hey, cool. You know, Hey, anytime you're on, you know, you guys were fun to play with. It was great. You know, we did a good job, um, whether we got first or second or just, you know, good group, um, sitting there like 
buddies around a campfire having a couple beers and telling some stories. Uh, like you said, you back out, your friend would crest them. Next thing you know, you're you're in a group uh, playing together. Or you get, uh, you know, maybe it's like, hey, you know, once you're done, hey, good game, cool, you know, take it easy, it was fun. And then all of a sudden you see a friend request pop up, you know, from from the guy or whoever it is. Like, oh, cool, yeah, no, I'll, I'll play with him. That was fun. He's a cool guy. So, you know, maybe tonight when I go on, if Chris isn't going to play, I could jump on with somebody else or, you know, find somebody else that, that uh, you know, uh, likes to play. So it's, it's fun. doesn't necessarily mean that you always have to have a group of people playing. You could play by yourself. And, you know, if you got other people that you've, you've played with before that are on, um, you know, it's a good, good community. And, and you get most of them out there that are good and friendly. You always get the ones that rage. You're, you're going to get a, Yeah. You're going to get a handful between. that get raged out and uh, freak out. But I mean, like there was one night we played, the guys were speaking Spanish to each other, and we're like, okay, they're communicating. They're doing their thing, so me and Tim are doing our thing. I revived one of them, and he goes, thank you, my friend, and he goes back on yep. his business, and we were having fun. And, you know, it's um, they do change it every once in a while. So sometimes, like, Tim and I will play, and it'll be quads, or sometimes it's trip uh, trip uh, three. So um, Trios. Yeah, trios. There you go. So, yeah. I mean, we're going <clears> to <throat> see, you know – they change it randomly. It's been week to week that you check and see what's well, going shoot, on. Well, shoot, and even yesterday when I went back and watched the stream that we did, there was one time there was like five or six people in the, like, I don't even want to call it the lobby, but before the game happens, you know, yep. it shows the people, and then it goes into the, the loading screen, and you would say, like, whoa, did you see that? I'm like, you mean like the, like, because it was supposed to be quads, and there was like six or seven people that all of a sudden showed up at once, and then it went back. Then it went down to four, and I've never seen that. Usually, it's just me and well, you and get I, paired up with other people. What'll, what'll happen too is if you're playing on the same console or with the same name, that'll happen because you're you're tied to the person moving around. So that can't happen if you're playing from the same yeah. console. So, but it, um, but it it was it was crazy seeing this. Like, oh wait, no, there's also before there was almost you know six or seven yeah. in here. So uh, let us know if you're playing Call of Duty. Check out, like I said, check out our Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash FOMOCastGaming. Um, and then go to all our other pages. We have a FOMOCast page in our that is just for the podcast. And then you can go from there to the group where Tim has learned how to share stuff on there. So he's happy about that. Um, and then uh, make sure also go to all of our social media platforms, our Twitch, which is a, under FOMOCast Gaming. No. Twitch is FOMOcast, TikTok is FOMOcast Gaming, and then YouTube search FOMOcast, uh, as well as Instagram FOMO Podcast and FOMO underscore cast on Twitch. Um, next thing we're going to talk about, Tim shared this, and what I'm excited about is I don't I don't know too much about the Green Lantern, but I do know that there's the Green Lantern core, and apparently there's a Green Lantern show coming to HBO Max. And they list like four or five different lead actors, which makes me believe um, that basically they're going to have the the Green Lantern core. So Green Lantern isn't one of my favorites. It isn't one that I'm kind of like, oh, yeah, I'm going to follow out really closely. I just think it's kind of cool they're going to bring that kind of aspect because... I don't know, like it's when you have that big of an option where you can have rotating people come in there. Um, uh, what was the one I'm trying to think? 
now my brain's not working. Um, they've had a little bit like kind of like Green Lantern Corps when it was the the Ryan Reynolds movie, but I'm kind I'm just kind of excited because you can make this a, a wide casting story. It's not going to be just oh hey, it's just one person they're focusing on. You could focus on different ones, and there's a different alien races that are Green Lanterns. It doesn't strictly have to be humanoid. So, you know, it's 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 a it's a good thing. Yeah, it'll be uh, it'll it'll be good, like you said. Sorry, uh, I kind of spaced out there. Yeah, I bet you did. Next <laughs> thing we got, I kind of actually like it. And this one's I'm excited for. So there is a rumor that Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are both signed on for Spider-Man Three. What does that mean? That means that they are going to try and do a live action into the Spider Verse. Meaning they're going to have them be all be Spider-Man in different universes, and that's why I'm thinking they're bringing back Jamie Foxx as Electro. I think is what he played. That's why I think that they're doing that because I think it's just, it's a great idea. Everyone wants to see it. I want to see Tobey Maguire be the older version of Spider-Man. I want to see Andrew Garfield be the skinny, lanky one. I want Tom Holland to be the young one, and then I want to bring in Spider-Pig. How cool would it be to have Spider-Pig? That'd be awesome. He was in The Simpsons. He was also into the Spider Verse. So, and there's a legit Spider Pig. There's a Spider Pig comic. So, there's legitimately a Spider Spider version of that. So, Tim, you're not big on Spider Man, are you? I've watched the very first Tobey Maguire one, and that was it. All I know is he hung upside down and kissed the one chick, and that like made all the girls go goo goo for Gaga. Um, I will say that. Um, uh, Miles Morales is my favorite in the comics because he he's a reluctant superhero, which is what I like. So I'm excited for that. Um, the next one that Tim pointed out, I've been seeing clips of it all day. I didn't even think about it. Uh, the new Borat movie drops on October 23rd, and they're releasing clips. And you can tell Sasha Baron Cohen saw that, hey, this COVID thing is going to be great for me for making money. And that's exactly what he did. He was like... I can make so much money off these people. Like one of the clips is him, him saying he has nowhere to go. Can you go with this guy to quarantine with? And then the other one was he, some girl that's all dirty runs up to the window and he was like, Oh, that's my doctor. She's, she escaped. You know what I mean? And he's like, yep. Yeah, that was, yeah. She escaped from the cage. I mean, it's hundred percent. Um, obviously Borat, how it was. And you still get people that don't recognize him as Borat. I mean, obviously, it's not like he was like a worldwide phenomenon um, or in the, in the States. Uh, you would probably know the actor that plays Borat um, more so than the character Borat. But, I mean, it was if you liked for me, if you like the first one, you're definitely going to like this one because it's pretty much exactly the same. And like you said, I mean, there was an opportunity there during this pandemic and everything, and he completely jumped at it. Uh, and it, it, in stereotypical Borat fashion, it's you know, it's going to be very nice. So um, I am definitely pumped to uh, to see that on. Uh, I think it's Amazon Prime Video that it comes out on the uh, mm-hmm. on the twenty third. So I know what I will be <clears throat> watching that night, and I'm sure my wife will not be watching it with me because she does not care for those movies. So 
the nice thing about that is is I get to watch it in in peace and I can rewind it if it's a good part that I like and not having her sitting there rolling her eyes at me. Yeah, exactly. You don't need so, that in your life. You're right. I get that enough already. From exactly. <laughs> um next thing staying with the prime thingy. So Prime Day started yesterday, it's ending today. So by the time you hear this, it'll be done. And one thing the wife told me was there's nothing good on here. And I was like, yeah, all they're promoting is um, life straws. And I was like, wait, what? That's all they got going good? And it just, I don't know, man. I, I didn't see anything I liked. Yeah, no, I uh, I saw it yesterday. And, of course, you know, Jeff Bezos is definitely hurting for money right now. So I figured, you know what, I'll, th- I'll throw him a bone. Um, and started scrolling through there and I was going, you know, page after page after page. And there was like nothing that popped out at me. Um, I think the one thing that I saw was like, there was like a Instapot on there. I'm like, okay, well that's cool. But you know, already got one. Um, Mm -hmm. but I think I might've added like two things to my favorite list just to go back and see, because if I don't do it, I'll forget. And it's just easy enough to add to add to my list and then go back and look at it and then delete it later. Like, okay, what, what the heck? Why did I add this on there? Right. Um, but yeah, exactly like you were saying, there was nothing on there. The best deal that I got on there, um, no, that was Cyber Monday. I apologize, not Amazon Prime Day. So, but the, yeah. But like, it's still I, a similar kind of thing. Like you expect certain deals and that's what's yeah. funny is what I've learned now with Amazon is you basically can't rely on them to, I'm not going to say play, play good by you, but what they're going to do is they're basically going to try and make money. So if that means on a random Tuesday, they're going to sell something for dirt cheap, then a random Tuesday, they're going to sell something for dirt cheap. And that is actually what's been happening. I legit, this is a f- favorite thing to do. So, we haven't you didn't use the barbecue this year, obviously, because we didn't do anything and my man lives over across the street. So basically, you know, I can go over there and barbecue with them. But when I was at my old house, I put in a new new burners, new um grates, everything to replace the whole inside of the, the barbecue because it it was I think it was it was gonna be like a hundred and ten dollars, which is not that bad. It's a propane one, which I'd have to pay like two fifty to get a new one. Well, then all of a sudden I get a notification that everything went on sale and it was like $65, 60 bucks. So literally it was almost half price. And I'm like, how is this even? So that's my new favorite thing. I just go through and I save what I want in my cart. And there you go. I got it. And that's what, my, that's what oh, I do now. I, I don't yeah, I don't wait for it. Yeah. Yeah. Because it'll tell you that the price is if you put what? Because you have to put it in your cart. Then it'll tell you the price will drop or like save for okay. later or something. You can't put it on your wish Correct. list or something you have to well it'll say on your wish list like price has dropped but you actually have to scroll through there and and find it or on your cart like you said it'll give you a notification yeah exactly um so i mean yeah I'm, there I'm was disappointed i'm disappointed yeah. There was nothing on there. So I'm hoping Cyber Monday has, I mean, of course, always they have deals on it. So maybe with enough backlash from this that there will be 
you know, hey, sorry. But I mean, we'll I will say they, they do they do have good normal daily deals. Like if you go on there yeah. and you see like the deal of the, the hour is this speaker, you're like, oh, hey, that's what's up. And I've had it before where something was in my cart and I actually was like they it became the deal. And they're like, hey, it's the deal of the day. You need to come get it. So usually I do because I'm a, I just have no willpower. Yeah. Um, and then you got to make sure FedEx delivers it to your house. So that way they could actually throw it all the way to your front door. Correct. Yeah, I didn't tell you they freaking <laughs> broke. A, they broke a package. I didn't tell you they broke a package. Was that the one that he dropped right in front of the gate for everyone yeah, to steal? Yeah, he broke it. It broke, and they're sending me a new one. So, yeah. Wow. Did you tell them uh, that it's not their fault that it's the delivery company's fault? Yeah, they probably, I emailed they them. probably don't them. care. I showed him a video. Oh, so what's well, yeah, on them? Exactly. So. uh Next, we have our all of our Disney stuff. So we're going to do one thing, then Tim has a little review, and then we're going to go through some rapid-fire stuff. That isn't too crazy, but the first thing that was kind of big was they Disney did announce um, through a structural change, because mind you, they said that they were laying off, like we told you, 28,000 people last time. Now, so here's the thing. What people don't know is, so like when Disney bought Fox... And they said, like, oh, yeah, we're going to keep all the employees. They did. But what they do is they let they let them go. And then they hire rehire them. So with the new news that dropped, they may be firing 28,000 people. But I have a very strong feeling that they're going to be rehiring a bunch of them for this new division they're basically going to be creating. And what they said that they're going to do is they're going to start focusing on streaming. And I think it's brilliant because the thing is, if you, they're basically creating something that's almost like an HBO. It's basically a Disney version of HBO. It's a paid service that's going to have high quality stuff like the Mandalorian, like the Obi-Wan series, like the Cassian Andor series, you know, bringing stuff back for, they could probably do limited runs on there too. Um, you know, Connor was saying, he goes, when we're talking about the jujitsu thing from Nicolas Cage earlier, he's like, why don't they do another national treasure? And I'm like, I'm sure now that they have the streaming service, they'll do another national treasure because those ones were great. Both of them were fantastic. So I'm thinking this new streaming thing is going to be, it's going to be legit. I have a strong feeling that they've done the analysis to the point where they're like, yeah, we're going to, we're going to knock this out. No, exactly. And they're not going to go into it. Uh, let's just kind of, you know, dip our toe in the pool and test the waters. I mean, they went at it, I mean, especially when Disney Plus got released. You know, of course, they kind of, the numbers were a little skewed when they said they first signed up where they had, what, 10 million new subscribers day one. It's like, yeah, but you've been releasing it for five months or people have been signing up for five months. For it's five not months, like, right. Yeah, it's right. not like that day one, all of them signed up. I mean, but they that, did, I mean, they, but I mean, they did, they did beat their their goal in eight months that they've set for five oh, yeah. years it no, doesn't it doesn't help we're in quarantine at all but it you know what i mean it is but, something but is, yeah still no exactly i mean i'm sure quarantine definitely helped them out in in that aspect of it not laying off twenty eight thousand people um but with it like you said i mean they got people for they're a, a huge you know company corporation here and with different facets of it um i mean i mean just think about it i mean they got movies they got tv they got uh theme parks they got cruise lines they got um 
you know, I'm sure there's a whole bunch of different stuff, you know, imagineering a lot of different divisions within the Disney umbrella. And that's just the ones I could think off the top, top of my head. And in all of those, it's not like, oh, hey, we have, you know, one person that kind of does, um, you know, looking into the, the numbers of things, not necessarily accounting, but like you said, for the streaming service and whatnot, where they probably have a whole department of it. And they said, okay, let's, you know, let's see, let's drop this and see how this goes. Let's put this out there, see how this goes. You know, now they got right. the group watch and they know, I mean, instantaneously what's going on. Um with all, I'm sure they got AI stuff that 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 does stuff for them, and they have their own internal programs that runs the numbers. Disney doesn't release any numbers; they don't release attendance from the parks. Everything that's released is just, um, you know, assumption of of numbers from other uh, uh, from you know just uh, park capacity. Uh, so, I mean, Disney's got the numbers; they know the true meaning of it. So, with this shifting focus on streaming they're going to uh, really hit it and that's you know i mean they did a huge reorganization um of it to focus on it they wouldn't do that just just to do it so i mean people got got moved around put in different roles um and i think it's um for for the future as well you know where bob Iger still um has oh, well, obviously didn't see the pandemic coming. I mean, he got he for him it looks like he got out there just in time. But then um, yeah, you know with the, with the pandemic coming, he kind of stepped back in. It's like okay, dude, I can't just leave Bob Chapek out there um, high and dry uh, <laughs> as this global pandemic happens. Yeah. But he came back and stepped in, and I think it's just um, you know gearing it up for the future as well and putting people in places where they would excel um, yeah and so for those that don't know they're actually if you like if you like want to get a job at disney you can legitimately look online at their job stuff and you can see what's coming out like you they'll be hiring a bunch of animators well it looks like they're developing an animated movie or you yep. know they're developing a game so yeah. you know it's it, it's one of those things where you're just kind of like okay um uh, you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll we'll see what happens with this. Um, now, let's go into the most important part. Tim, you went to uh, downtown Disney in L.A. How was it, my friend? It was good. Um, my recommendation is if anybody's going, as in with any Disneyland trip, get there early. Got to get there early. Um, whether right when it opens or with an hour of it opening, you will get so much done. Um before especially during the parks um before everyone else starts waking up and gets going because i mean you gotta think about it it's well in the parks not necessarily downtown disney you know it's it's more of a family park so what do families got they got kids kids aren't going to wake up early in the morning or if they do it's going to take them time to get going so they're going to get down there later than if it was just you know, me and my wife getting up, let's go. We don't need to, I mean, granted, sometimes I could be the cranky one. Sometimes she could be the cranky one, but normally once you get coffee, you're, you're up and going. Um, so you don't have that, that lag time. Same thing with the, with the downtown Disney, um, left our place at about six thirty, six forty-five in the morning. And the only reason I went is, um, some work friends of my wife's wanted to go and he was going to drive. So I'm like, 
don't mind if I do. I don't got to drive. I'll come to your house and we'll giddy up and go. So went down there. I think uh, it opened at 10 o'clock, got there around 9.30. I mean, made great time. No traffic through LA, had it on cruise control. I think the slowest we went was maybe 65, 70 through LA, just kind of not necessarily traffic, but just, you know, slowing down through the interchanges there. But I mean, there was nothing. Um, so got down there, like I said, got in the parking lot about 9.30, 9.45. So parking still free. So that was nice. That is um, good. Yep. They they didn't have they didn't have anybody there parking you you know how they do every other stall and then later in the day people come in and, and fill in those empty spots it was kind of um, you know park wherever you want and maybe they've been doing that for a while I don't know we had no problem with it um, walked in of course they funnel you to they do the temperature check and then they do the um, as they have you spaced out temperature check okay cool you're good to go. Then you go through, they have you wait, and then you walk through uh, uh, a, like a breezeway or a walkway, and mm-hmm. that's, where they have the, that's where they have the dogs. Dogs will sniff you. So, but, and it's weird. They say, you know, go in groups of two or three. So it's not like you have a group of five going through there, and they tell you go shoulder to shoulder. And if you don't go shoulder to shoulder, they'll tell you to stop, come back, and, or stop get shoulder to shoulder and walk through. And basically what they're doing is the dog kind of, cause he's on a leash kind of walks in front of you and more so behind you and is just sniffing you. Um, so walk through, do that, uh, and then go through the normal bag check and in, in you are. Uh, and that took absolutely no time. The most time we had to wait there was, um, you know, really at bag check because there was a group, you know, there's two groups in front of us, but it, it, it moved fast. Um, and then went down there. I wanted to get a jungle cruise hat. So went all the way down. Cause we entered on the uh, down downtown Disney side, not uh-huh. through the Esplanade side. Um, cause they have both of those open went all the way to actually we went in California adventure quote unquote, because they got the stage 17 back there where who wants to be a millionaire was at. And, um, the frozen winter wonderland during Christmas time. Right. Um, they have a shop in there to alleviate some of the traffic from world of Disney. So of course everyone went to world of Disney first, people lining up and we're like, you know what we're in, we're already, we could get the virtual queue for that. No problem. We knew we were going to be there, um, you know, for, for a while went shopped in that store there. We had to wait because they had just opened. So, And anywhere you go in there, it's like a nightclub. They got one entrance, one exit, and they got people at both of them with what looks like a a tablet or like a uh, like those bigger, almost looks like a a phone, but it's got like the barcode scanner on it. Like if you were to do like a wedding registry or a baby registry, Mm -hmm. and what they're doing is it's saying, okay, three people went out, so then it says, okay, you could have let three people in or, or whatnot. Um, so as soon as, you know, they say, okay, what's your, how many in your group five? Okay. Home, wait just a second. Uh, you know, then maybe like a minute goes by. If that they say, okay, nope, you're good to go in. Um, oh, how many in your group three? Okay. Yep. You're good to go in. So it's kind of, so they know exactly the number of people that are in the stores. Um, 
and really the only one we had to really wait at, if you want to call it waiting, was um, downtown uh, World of Disney. But we got the virtual queue. You come back, you line up. But I mean, you were, it wasn't like you're steadily walking in line. Uh-huh. But like I said, the most you had to wait was maybe a minute because, like I said, you got people exiting um, of the store. So every time somebody would exit, you know, new people would, would come in. Um, but once we left the Studio 17 or Stage 17, I think that's what it was, uh, there was already a nice line of people coming in there. It's like, well, good thing we went to this one first uh, because, it, like I said, there was there was a decent amount of people getting ready to go into that one. Um, all in all, how long were you there for? Uh, let's see. Let's say got there at 10 o'clock and left at, well, we were back home at 4.34, So from 10 o'clock till about 1, 1.30. Uh, and that was enough time to do some shopping, walk around a little bit, um, eat. Uh, and that, and kind of just, we just sat down and just, Kind of just chilled a little bit in uh, in the umbrellas. It was getting a little warm um, there. I mean, not warm as what we're used to, but warm for L.A. I mean, I'll say probably got up to like 90, 92. Um, but down there, if there's no breeze, that could get warm. And especially in downtown Disney where it's all pavement, and you don't have as much shade. And you kind of had to be quick on the shade because as soon as somebody would get up, somebody would swoop in because obviously they have everything spaced out, um, where you can sit, where you can't sit and got umbrellas up. Uh, so that was good. I think we left at the, at the perfect time. Um, it was starting to get really busy. And as we were walking out towards the, um, paradise pier hotel side, Disney, Disneyland hotel side, there was a line of people. I mean, it was wrapping through the um, parking lot. There used to be an Alamo rental car company there around the corner from Earl of Sandwich, um, mm-hmm. heading towards the downtown Disney parking lot on the opposite side of ESPN zone. And um, it was wrapped back there. It was probably would be, you know, a good hour to get in. And the line wasn't moving because they had to wait for people to leave downtown Disney to get allow people to come in so it's not like it was a steady flow in at that point it was okay we're kind of at capacity we got to wait for people to leave for more people to come in so like i said if you get there early enough and get in you're you're golden um did see the um mural to chadwick bozeman that was that was pretty cool actually seeing it up close and personal um pictures don't do it justice and it's a it's a good size mural. It's a it's a bigger mural, um, but yeah, no. All in all, it was a it was a good trip. Definitely felt it the next day at work since I had to be up at five in the morning the next day. But uh, I uh, I'd highly recommend uh, going down there if you have the chance to, uh, especially if you're close by. Or maybe me and the wife might go back down uh, during Thanksgiving break. Just do a quick overnight trip. Uh, like I said, they got the a museum down there that's got a uh, uh, Walt Disney uh, exhibit from the archives. So check that out, kind of just hang out and spend the night down there and then work work our way back home. So it was fun. I enjoyed it. Um, got a little bit of, uh, of, of Disney vibe, at least, you know, getting to hear the music, uh, see the, the gates, uh, see the floral Mickey, uh, and actually they still have it roped off, 
but you know, and can say that, Ooh, we actually went into California adventure, even if it was through the, the back back way, but mm-hmm. it was good. Like I said, my, my recommendation would be to get there early. Um, if, if you're able to, and the, the one thing I guess I did put what I liked and don't like what I didn't like was, I'll tell you what those cast members, if you take your mask down to do anything, scratch your nose. If there's a cast member with an eyeball distance, they are, they will tell you to bring your bass back up, bring your mask back up. They ain't messing around, Tim. Uh, well, I feel bad if you're going to have like a, a panic attack or hyperventilating and take your mask off. They'll probably tell you to put it back on. Um, the, and the, the look, thing, the thing is, they can get it shut down, and they they know it, and they don't want they want to keep their jobs because a lot of them are losing their jobs right now. No, exactly. And I, I mean, I get it, and it's not like they were yelling and being rude or anything like that. But I mean, yeah, I mean, they so you know take it the right way. Like I said, if they see you and you're doing it and you're not um, taking a sip of water or anything like that. And, you know, if you got to itch your nose or something, they'll, and, and like I said, they're, they see you do it. They'll, you know, they'll mind, you, you know, tell you nicely to, to put it back on. Like I said, they're not yelling at you from across the way, except for there was one cast member there. He must've woke up on the wrong side of the bed. We asked him for um, not necessarily directions, but Hey, you know, is it, you know, do we go this way or do we go that? I guess in these directions, um, you know, to get back going because people were going like up and around by the tram. We're like, what's going on there? Mm-hmm. And he was Mr. Freaking Grouchy Gus. He's like, what? I can't hear you. Like very rude. And I'm like, well, you can't hear. Then like walk. It's going to be hard because we got masks on and it's, you know, the music's there and just the, the ambient noise. But, like, instead of walking over towards us, I mean, it's not like he was holding down the, a position. Um, you know, he's like, what? I can't hear you. I said, like, three times, I, I, I can't hear you. But yet, as we were trying to walk towards him, I don't know, that kind of just rugged me. I'm like, really? Um, so, there's always one, and he looked like that. He, um, yeah, would be one to be like that. Like, hey, no, you, you need to listen to me. I, I'm... I'm a th- I'm authority here, so, um, but no, it's good. And a lot of them, ha- or not a lot of them, but some of them that are giving uh, at our points, giving directions, uh, have speakers on, and they're loud enough where you can hear them. You know, because most of the time they'll just say it, you know, verbally, but with the mask on, uh, you're not going to hear them. So they have uh, a headset on with a speaker on their uh, on their waist. And, that's pretty cool you know that way that you could you could hear what they're saying and like i said it's not loud it's not like it's a bullhorn or anything like that it, it's loud enough to at least you know tell you hey if you got a um you know you return to the virtual queue yes it does say enter over here but actually it's back over here because that lot you know the line's too far back um because there's a lot of people going especially on the world of disney it says, you know, it's got a little phone that says enter here. So everyone was going there. But since the line was so far back, uh, it wrapped around and then they had a break for the walkway. You know, everyone's like, oh, no, go over there. So she was just directing traffic. But um, no, like I said, didn't really didn't like that much of it, except for that one cast member. Um, oh, and the, the gal in our group, because we went to Black Tap. So she had a shake and she was drinking it. 
um, in line. We were stopped standing in line. And so she pulled down her mask to take a sip. And, you know, like I said, it's not like we were walking or anything like that. We were standing there in line stationary. And the cast member came up, oh, a quick sip and then put your mask back on. Um, we're all like, huh? And the way it was almost like she said it like you were in trouble. It's like we're, we're standing in line. We're socially distanced apart and we're not walking. It was just mm. weird. I'm like, look, I, I mean, I get it. You know how people were taking advantage of the rules before, especially at Disney World where, you know, they pretend like they were drinking or having a drink and they didn't do anything. Obviously, they put the new rule in place. But that one, I'm like, we're, we're standing, we're doing everything that it says to do, but yet you're still like, and it's not like she was sitting there drinking it for a long period of time um, or messing around with the straw in her mouth or anything like that. It's like she literally just like took it down. And before she even like had the straw in her mouth, the cast member was already on top of her. Like I said, they're, they're definitely on top of it. Like I get it. But then there's some times where it's like, okay, you know, once you assess the situation and then like, okay, Hey, you're taking a long time, you know, Hey, quick sip. And then, put it up but um and that could just be me nitpicking but still uh but yeah no i i do it again like i said probably going down there during easter break anyways um hopefully beat the beat the crowds uh before they get down there you mean thanksgiving break thanksgiving i said easter huh yep yep thanks uh, i was supposed so- to go easter break this past year but they decided to close yeah that's what you get tim uh, so we'll we'll it. rapid fire through the last couple of things we got here. Um, so the funniest one I talked to talked to Connor about this one is Gavin Newsom is sending a task force to Walt Disney World to see how they're doing what they're doing, and I legitimately think that they're just doing it to kind of kiss the feet of um, of Walt Disney World because or Disney because. Bob Iger quit. So I think that one right there is just, it just fan serve the, what do they call it? Fan service, whatever that they're basically doing it to see like, we we know you're the expert. So we want to know what you're doing, but I think they're just doing it because they know they screwed up. Um, no, well, and, and Disney is the big, big horse in the room for all the theme parks in California. Um, you know, it's kind of like a gallo in, in the wine world where, yeah, everyone else has got a seat at the table, but they may be at the at the head of the table. They may not be dictating, but it's like, hey, you know, we know we could throw some more weight around here than, you know, it really in anybody else. Like, okay, yeah, California, Great America, who, who are you? Yeah, why don't you come over here in the big boy table? Nothing against Great America, great theme park, which they still have Top Gun, but anyways, um, well, like you said, I think they he's kissing 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 their feet because, hey, you want everyone to open up in these guidelines like before Bob Iger quit and they all came out and said, you know what, this ain't going to work. And I mean, if you don't have Disneyland backing you in the same, you know, in the theme park realm, then, um, yeah, that's 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 not going to be good. Plus, I mean, let's face it, Newsom doesn't want to. Uh, a bad a bad rap on his record when it's going to be uh you know him in in 2024 so um yeah but but like you said where he's i think he is basically uh kissing some uh su- sucking up to uh, to the to the disney world plus i want to know That's how i get sure. on that ta- task force if i get a um to go over to walt disney world 
and uh, and check it out over there. When all you have to do is just look at any YouTube or blog post, and you know exactly what they're doing, or get on a phone call with them. I don't think you necessarily have to um, go over there. And I'm sure he could tour Disneyland, and they'd be like, "Here's what we're doing," um, and it's all ready to go. But yeah, anyhow, our tax um, dollars at work. So we have that, and then we have. Um, this one's a minor one. We don't need to discuss it just because it doesn't, it's, it's not going to do any good to discuss it. But um, uh, the union uh, has decided to, they, they reached a deal. It doesn't mean anything because um, he, they're basically just saying, we agree to your terms. So when we come back from COVID, we can reopen. It's just for California unions. It's, it doesn't mean anything. They're letting people go until something happens. It doesn't, it, whatever. Um, then we have the one that I heard is that the Disney World parks are going to be opening their hours. They're going to expanding them. So um, I'm kind of uh, excited for that because I guess the lines have been crazy busy. And um, they, I did hear that uh, Connor was saying that they saw them in one area where he never, ever would have uh, seen people before for they opened up like a little side area so yeah yeah and i did i did hear that the past week that um especially columbus day crowds this past uh weekend were um busier than normal uh at at the parks which makes sense i mean it's a it's a holiday and i guess people want to go somewhere for the holiday but that it was compared to normal crowds uh that yeah that they were that they were busier. Yeah, exactly. So and, yeah, and in uh, I have to tell you in in uh, in Disneyland news, uh, one of the YouTubers that I follow, I think it was like Friday, probably right after uh, recorder the next day, that the um, mayor of Anaheim was spotted in front of Disneyland and kind of checking checking stuff out. Because uh, what was it a couple weeks ago where he did the press conference on top of the uh, the Grand Legacy at the Fifth, which is the rooftop bar with Guardians of the Galaxy in the background, saying, you know, hey, you know, we're ready to open. What the heck's going on? If you haven't seen it, just Google it and watch it. Um, and that he was spotted down there, actually in front of uh, Disneyland with with some people. So everyone's saying, ooh, this, you know. This could be good, at least, you know, ba- baby steps. Um, so it was interesting seeing him down there, you know, a week after the uh, the press conference um, that that he did. So, you know, we'll who see. knows? I don't, what, I don't think yeah. I don't think it means anything just because the fact that um, they don't really care about what what the mayor has to say because he's the mayor, and I already know they're going to be like, you know, whatever. You're the mayor. Who cares? So. You know, until no, they actually yeah. put a plan out there and people know what to do, I'm not going to be happy until they they give us something solid. No, exactly. But I mean, the the nice thing with the mayor being there, the old mayor wanted to, you know, he put the axe on a lot of stuff that Disneyland wanted to do. Where this new um, council mayor that's in there is um, working with Disneyland, especially since kind of Disneyland is the biggest employer in their town. So I don't know why you would want to bite the hand that feeds you. But it's good seeing that they are um, 
you know, getting along and, you know, helping, helping each other out. Because like I said, the, the previous regime that was in there in the council, um, you know, was, was not so, not so good. So at least during these times that everyone's got, got each other's back for, for, uh, not just their own good, but for the good of the, the town in general. So the city yeah. in general. So we'll see. And then lastly, Tim saw something that they had a rumor that they're going to do a space mountain movie. Um, depending on uh, how good the, uh, what's gonna call it one, which Jungle is the Cruise. Jungle Cruise, depending on how good that one does, I have a feeling if it does good enough, you're, we probably are going to see a um a space mountain one because it's just the next logical way to go because i mean i mean what what more what more could you do what rides are there that would actually make sense of doing a movie about yeah that they, that they haven't already done one and yeah beat it beat it to death sorry pirates exactly but yeah and i and i bet you the two actors that are in the lead for that would be either the rock or chris pratt that's my, that's more my money's at. I don't think they would put the rock in another one like that, but I can see Chris Pratt doing it. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. So, but so that's, that's all we got for today. Look for us tomorrow online gaming. So Thursday, if you're listening to Thursday, so Thursday, October 15th, look for us gaming on twitch.com slash FOMOcast or go to facebook.com slash FOMOcast gaming. I'm not sure which one I'll be performing on yet because I um, need to look at the numbers and see if I can get better likes or views and actually have a working um, microphone. So that would help too. Um, but make sure to go to all of our social media platforms, facebook.com slash FOMOcast, Twitter, FOMO underscore cast, FOMO podcast on Instagram and search for us on YouTube, FOMOcast because I do put some highlight videos. Um, I found a cool website to put some clips together so that we can basically have some of the stuff of me, Tim playing together and him yelling at me. And of course the one that's on TikTok. So search FOMOcast gaming on TikTok of uh, me crashing into a, cr- a hill and Tim laughing hysterically and then saying that he does actually trust me to drive a truck. So, which is very <laughs> funny. So uh, for the FOMOcast, I'm Chris. I'm Tim. And we will see you next time.